Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you're listening to House of Cards. Today, the game is different. I want to gamble. Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Welcome to House of Cards. Dave Weishelder with you here deep from the swamps of Jersey. we got a great show coming up for you. So you want to work in the gambling industry. What's the most important thing you have to do? Well, you have to follow the many rules and regulations that are put in place and do the right thing. The problem is the right thing changes from state to state and country to country. That's where a firm like Odds on Compliance comes in. In my opinion, they are one of the best companies out there when you want to navigate the many rules and regulations of the gambling industry. And coming up, we're going to hear all about it because we have the CEO and co-founder of Odds on Compliance, Eric Frank, joining us. Odds on Compliance is doing amazing things worldwide in the gambling industry. When we come back, we're talking Odds on Compliance with Eric Frank. So stick around. We'll be right back with House of Cards. Hey, this is Dave Weishadol from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of September 4th, 2023. MGM Resorts International announced the launch of BetMGM iGaming, an online sports betting brand in the United Kingdom. BetMGM's product will offer new product features like large-scale and frequent jackpots, loyalty rewards, sports promotions, and exclusive slots. The international BetMGM-branded platform uses the technology of Leo Vegas, which was acquired by MGM Resorts last year. The Muskogee Service Plaza on Interstate 75 in Nochipi, Florida is being renovated because in November the rest area will offer slot machines. According to reports, the Service Plaza in Alligator Alley will feature 150 slot machines in an 8,500 square foot space and will serve beer and wine. The pit stop is situated halfway across the stretch of I-75 connecting the southeast and southwest coast through the Everglades. And finally, a slots player at Caesars Palace in Las Vegas had one heck of a weekend. They just didn't win one jackpot, they won ten jackpots. According to Caesars Palace, the slots player won five jackpots on Friday, then won another five on Saturday. Their total winnings for the weekend was over $2 million. I'd be happy with just one jackpot. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. For more than 30 years, SCCG Management has set a standard of excellence unmatched in the global gaming industry. From startups to established companies, SCCG Management and its team of experienced leaders help each of their clients navigate the ever-changing, fast-moving business of gaming in all its forms. Sports betting, iGaming, eSports, casino technology, SCCG Management provides a global network to connect its clients with the right strategic partners for growth on a global scale. SCCG also works with entrepreneurs, providing capital and resources to assist in the development of new and innovative products and platforms. Whether you're looking to enter the U.S. market, expand your reach to other parts of the world, or establish your business in the global gaming industry, look to SCCG Management for the guidance you need. SCCGmanagement.com, expert solutions for strategic success. You're listening to House of Cards. Check out our website at houseofcardsradio.com. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you. One of the most interesting and most challenging aspects of working in the gaming industry is working effectively within the rules and regulations of a state or jurisdiction. And when it comes to compliance, I don't think there's any better organization than odds on compliance. Believe me, if we want to do well in the gaming world, compliance is key. And right now we are going to talk with the CEO and co-founder of Odds on Compliance, Eric Frank, who's on the line with us right now. Eric, thanks for joining us. 
Thanks so much for having me. Now, you were actually on our show, House of Cards, some years back uh, as a gaming attorney, talking about the, all the ins and outs of the gaming industry. So long when, time ago. Yeah, well, it was a while ago. It was a long time ago. So when it comes to knowing the gambling industry, you have the perfect background for that. But before you formed Odds on Compliance, tell us a little bit about your work in the gambling industry. Sure, absolutely. So, uh, so, so I started off uh, practicing law, as you said, and, and got to meet you there uh, back at the Amlaw 100 firm uh, several years ago. I went in-house after that to uh, Poker Stars, which is the wow. largest online poker company globally, uh, helped them kind of get through the, the navigate the U.S. regulatory process for a while and then grew into a role as their global uh, head of compliance. So managed licenses uh, in 25 plus jurisdictions, uh, regulatory affairs on, on multiple continents. Um, so, you know, a fairly, fairly simple part-time job, I'd say. <laughs> I ask you, what led you to form Odds on Compliance? I mean, how did yeah. that come into being? Because it just seems like such a natural outgrowth from what you were doing. Yeah, absolutely. So really what, what what made me form odds on was I recognized that the industry faced um, uh, significant challenges, particularly around compliance. Uh, so as we saw sports betting just run across the states, right? We went from mm-hmm. one state or two states in, in 2016 to, you know, now over, over 30 states with legalized gaming. You keep adding a new jurisdiction every every couple months, if not weeks, if not days, mm-hmm. and staying up to date with the latest um, you know regulations and, and compliance requirements in multiple jurisdictions, understanding the the similarities, but also the differences mm-hmm. across jurisdictions, um, really became a, a, a you know a, a really difficult task. And so the way companies manage this was just throw more bodies at it. We just keep bringing people in mm-hmm. and, you know, throw more bodies at it. Um, and, and that's how we're going to solve it because we don't have time to come up with a more holistic approach. Um, and so I, you know, you know, I had this problem, others, uh, you know, similarly situated had this issue. And, and so, um, you know, when I set out to form odds on, it was, all right, how do we solve this problem? How do we solve mm-hmm. the problem with, um, you know, staying up to date with regulations, managing the risk around all compliance across multiple jurisdictions. And then can I bring together a team of experts? Uh, because as people get getting acquired, uh, you know, going to new places, there was less and less talent out there. Can I bring together a team with, you know, top tier talent to really help all organizations um, rather than focus on one? Let's yeah. talk about odds on compliance. What do you feel is odds-on compliance mission in the gambling industry? What services do you provide for the gambling industry? So we have kind of two missions. One is build technology uh, to make regulatory compliance more efficient and easier for the for the industry. So we're doing that. We built our, our first product uh, or one of our first products called Playbook, mm-hmm. which aggregates all the regulations across all jurisdictions. We started in the U.S., uh, we just expanded to Europe, and we have 23 jurisdictions in Europe now, as well as Canada. And what we have is basically the the regulations, statutes, advisory opinions, technical bulletins, all the information people need to manage regulatory compliance. We keep it up to date. We've thrown some, we've we've added some AI search technology to make it capable for people to you know ask a question across multiple jurisdictions and get answers within seconds, rather than uh, you know hours days, weeks of research time um, needed. So we've, we've kind of made the research and maintenance of your regulatory obligations uh, super efficient with our technology. Our second mission is to have a top tier team of experts that can help um, kind of from a 360 approach of compliance. So whether you need help with licensing, whether you need help with your technical compliance, whether you need help with product submissions or audit, we have experts um, in each of those various fields that can jump into a situation and really help clients, large, small um, operators, B2B suppliers, affiliates across the board, um, 
really understand their obligations and kind of help them manage them. You know, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned your team because what struck me first when I went to your website, oddsoncompliance.com, is the incredible people that you're working with. I mean, you have an award-winning company because you work with some of the best people in the business. I mean, give us a sense of who's the team you're working with because, really, they're a virtual who's who of people in the gambling world. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. And 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 typically what I say is, is you know, I the team around me is, is phenomenal and I'm always the, the dumbest person in the room. And I love it. <laughs> um, now I have, I have former regulators like Eric Weiss, who, who was with the New Jersey division of gaming enforcement for 30 years, uh, retired and, and, and came on to join me. He ran, uh, the DGE's lab for a period of time was their chief of staff. So, uh, he's, he's been with an understanding sports betting, uh, across the U S uh, since day one, as New Jersey was one of the first to regulate. Um, you know, we have people like Cheryl Jones, who joined me from mm -hmm. uh, from a B2B supplier. She's She runs our European division, was uh, with an independent testing lab for a period of time, understands the technical uh, requirements across jurisdictions all over the world. Um, people like John Wellendorf, uh, who came from, who was head of compliance at Tipico and, and PointsBet uh, for a period just understands uh, operationally um, and, and quite frankly, commercially how companies need to run a sports book and business, spend some time in, in Australia, really learning the business um, and, and, and other folks. Uh, Mike Mignon uh, was with an independent testing lab for a period, uh, then was uh, director of technical compliance at, uh, at, at a major book. Uh, understands, you know, the technical aspects, um, you know, can, can speak to engineers, can speak to regulators, really, really versatile and, and, and you know, can under, and bridge those gaps together. So really, really solid team. I could go on for hours talking about my team for sure. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. Attention. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, the IRS is cracking down by hiring 87,000 new agents to garnish your paycheck and put liens on homes and businesses. They can even seize your bank account. The IRS calls it enforced compliance, and now they have the manpower to get you. Penalties and interest on unpaid taxes compound daily. So call One Stop Tax Relief Shop and get the IRS off your back. They're experts in the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered. Call 800-353-2174. 800-353-2174. One Stop Tax Relief has resolved thousands of cases since 2014 and saved clients millions of dollars. Call now for a free consultation. Get the IRS off your back. Call 800-353-2174. House of Cards is brought to you by Drizzly, your online liquor store. Available in over 95 cities across North America, Drizzly offers a huge selection and competitive pricing with a side of personalized content. Now there's no need to leave the house. Get alcohol delivered in less than an hour by Drizzly. Head on over to drizzly.com and order today. And now get $5 off your first order of $20 or more when using promo code DRINK19 at checkout. Shop beer, wine, and liquor with drizzly.com. You're listening to House of Cards. Your Majesty, the royal wrestlers await. I'll bet on the little guy. How much? 3,000 guineas, two geese, and a duck. That's a foul bet. <laughs>
Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you. This portion of House of Cards is brought to you by SCCG Management, delivering technology-driven capability expertise and customer and business value to the gaming industry for over 30 years. For more information, go to sccgmanagement.com. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with the CEO and co-founder of Odds on Compliance, Eric Frank. You know, one of the great things about doing this show is that we get a lot of people listening who are not in the gambling industry but are very interested in it. Uh, So I want to get everyone on the same page when we say the word compliance what do we mean i mean uh, sure i'm sure a lot of people out there are saying oh you just follow the rules and you should be okay but it's a lot more complicated than that when we're using the word compliance what are we talking about yeah so we're, we're talking about a, a, a whole host of things we're talking about um when uh when you as a customer sign up for sign up for an account at at a you know at a sports book you go through a onboarding process, your, you know, and, and what that looks like. So you, your name, your date of birth, your address, last four, last four of your social and, and all that information. You're checking a bunch of boxes that you agree with, with certain terms and conditions. Each and every one of those little pieces of that, uh, you know, comes from regulation, comes from requirements. Mm-hmm. So um, no one ever reads those terms and conditions, those uh, those check the box. I agree, but it's our responsibility. I, I know those, you know, in and in, in and outs of each and every one of those, um, what's required in different States, uh, you know, what information, you know, people, you have to require customers, uh, to provide in advance, um, and, and how, it, how it's different between States. So, so kind of understanding that, um, and then once, once a customer's on the platform, um, you know, there are, a whole host of new requirements, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah. what what bets you can see on your, uh, you know, on your sports book? Well, each each event, each league has to be approved for for betting. Mm-hmm. So we we help you know we help uh, leagues get approved for get their events approved so that you can see them on your you know on your sports book and, and make bets um, you know on those. And and how do we do that? I mean, that's a whole process in and of itself. We have to provide regulators information about the governing bodies of these sports betting uh, of sports leagues. Um, you know, what, what events they have, um, you know, what their, what their seasons look like. And, and of course, we're not talking just about the MLB and NFL. We're talking about American Cornhole League and yeah, yeah. You know, pickleball. Uh, so really understanding kind of who these governing, who's running these organizations What's their season look like? How are the teams set up? Who owns the teams? All that kind of information that regulators want to know in advance before they allow people to bet on it. And so that's you know part of what we what we help out with. You know, I have been amazed at the evolution of the industry and the changing rules and regulations that a business in the gaming industry have to abide by. It's just absolutely amazing. L- let me ask you about the sports betting business. How have the regulations and compliance aspect of the industry evolved since the Supreme Court struck down PASPA in 2018, which allows the states to legalize sports betting? How How have the uh, rules and regulations and the idea of compliance changed over the years? Yeah, I, th- I think uh, regulators are, are continuing to learn and, and grow and, and learn from each other, quite frankly. So uh, as more and more states come on board, you know, they're, they're talking, talking to each other, understanding the issues that the, you know, the quote unquote early birds had. Um, quite frankly, a lot of them are using playbook, our product mm-hmm. to, to, to learn the regulations and understand the regulations of different states. And I think, that, you know, there, there's, there's a sophistication process uh, that occurs and, and it's not only revising and, and updating regulations. So as, as things change around like two factor authentication, um, you know, something that really barely existed in 2017 now, yeah. it, now is, is, you know, you log into your bank, you log into, um, you know, anything and, and you have two factor authentication and, and the industry kind of evolved with that. Um, and then there's other pieces where, Regulations have been on the books since day one, and no one really understood really how to regulate this. Mm-hmm. And one really good example of this is most states have language that says kind of no athletes, coaches, um, you know, and administration within a league can 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 bet on their sport, right? Yeah. But which is obvious, right? You don't want uh, Patrick Mahomes betting on an NFL game, right? Or, or particularly his NFL games, but. Yeah. Um, 
you know, there's really never been a way for uh, the operators to, to, to really manage this properly. So these regulations have sat out there, but uh, a limited enforcement operators have, have attempted to gain this information from leagues. Um, they obviously can take some public information and, and certainly the players are easy to identify. But what about the what about the officials and the, you know, the, the folks that work at, you know, at, at the link or, um, you know, Meadowlands uh, who have who might have information on games that shouldn't be betting on it. So we've actually been working with uh, the, the industry, the regulators, uh, sports leagues and operators to to kind of solve this issue in real time. And, and we're, we're excited to launch a product that'll, that'll come out in September called ProBet, wow. uh, which, which basically takes, uh, allows the leagues to upload uh, lists in a fully encrypted fashion. So nobody sees who's on it, allows the operators to upload, you know, who's betting and it'll basically run a cross-reference to see whether anyone on the league's list hits anyone on an operator's list and send a notification alert out so people can, you know, investigate to see whether there is something that needs to be, um, you know, reported to a regulator. Um, so we've gotten a lot of tremendous support. Over a hundred organizations have, have already signed up to wow, that's great to uh, be involved in that. You know, I I would think one of the most challenging things about dealing with compliance issues is the fact that every state has different rules and regulations with regard to gambling and sports betting. Look, I'm a lawyer with an office in New Jersey who uh, who has had sports betting since 2018, but I also have a law office right outside of Boston, Massachusetts, where they just started sports betting in January. Mm -hmm. And the Gaming Commission in Massachusetts is really still formulating rules and regarding the sports betting industry and really feeling their way out. Are compliance issues in newer jurisdictions harder to navigate? Because in some states, like I said, they're still working some issues out, even though, you know, sports betting is up and running. It's it's still kind of kind of evolving in Massachusetts. Yeah, absolutely. I will say I think the, we have some tremendous regulators across across the United States here. Um, and and they are obviously there to enforce the rule, create the rules and enforce them. Uh, but they're also very understanding of, uh, you know, that this is an evolving process, as you said, right? So uh, as long as operators and suppliers are open, transparent, and willing to work with the regulators, I think there's a very good understanding from the regulators that, that you know, this is a process. And when they make a rule, it's not, sometimes it, it takes some time to get that enforced, right? So, mm -hmm. Um, if there's, if, if there's a rule change that requires development time, it's not something that can be, you know, done overnight. Right. So, yeah. so I think as long as operators and suppliers are very transparent with that process, what it looks like, what their anticipated timelines are for implementation, um, regulators are, are very much willing, um, you know, to work with folks. They, they want this to succeed. The, their goal isn't to play gotcha. Their goal is to have, um, you know, a, a, a market that is safe for the consumer, um, you know, that that, that has the, the right type of uh, operators within that market, offering them products um, that, you know, meet the regulatory obligations. Um, but their, their, you know, their goal is, is to is to make sure that it's a, it, you know, it's it's a prospering market, not to play gotcha uh, with with their operators. Now, odds on compliance does work on a global scale, and I'm curious when it comes to compliance and regulatory issues, how different is the U.S. from other areas of the world in the gaming industry? I mean, how does the regulatory framework differ in the U.S. than in Europe or Asia or or other areas who have gambling? Yeah, that's a that's a fascinating question. So, I I, I think. There's a couple specific elements that are, are, are unique. Um, you know, in, in the U.S., sports betting is is a couple years old at this point. Obviously, it's been around in, in Nevada and and you know your your back alley bookies for a while. Yeah. Uh, but but from a regulated perspective, it's 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 brand new. Uh, so uh, the lessons uh, that folks uh, we're going through. Um, we're going through issues that that folks abroad dealt with 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Um, and, and so I think there is a real opportunity to learn some lessons from how uh, sports betting and, and iGaming, quite frankly, are regulated abroad. Mm 
mm -hmm. uh, particularly in Europe. Um, that said, we are a very different culture and culture is, is a, a big part of this. Um, for example, you know, privacy and, and privacy laws are, are very different here in the U.S. than they are abroad and how the how that impacts um, regulation and, and, and regulation of sports betting is 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 unique. So, um, you know, I, I think it's it's important to, to grab lessons from abroad, but but, you know, understand the uniqueness, uniqueness of the U.S. But one specific uh, instance where U.S. I think is is a lot heavier in terms of their regulatory obligations is, is the licensing process. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, um, you know, that stems from how the, the gambling industry came about, you know, uh, f there was a big, um, movement to avoid or, or do our best to avoid, uh, you know, mob ties coming into the, the gambling industry in the, in the, you know, in the seventies, right. When, when Atlantic city was kicking off and, um, and and Nevada you know, uh, was coming about, um, you know, really. So so there's a super high uh, focus on on individual licensing in the U.S. Understanding each and every person that's that's playing a role at, at every part of of the industry and and abroad. You know that that's a very different story. They focus more on just who are the who are the companies um, that are involved rather than each individual within within those companies and and their roles. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. Some people like knocking boots. Hard to do. While others get lucky. And some just get it on. No matter how you do it or what you call it, Adam and Eve makes your whoopee hot. With 50% off almost any one sexy item, just enter offer code BOOTS2 at checkout and get 50% off plus 10 free gifts, including free shipping. First, get busy with a gift for you. Shake the sheets with something exciting for them and hit a home run with a third item you'll both enjoy. Sounds like someone hit the sweet spot. Plus six free bonus gifts that'll make you say, about chicka wow wow Adam and Eve is tapping that offer. Oh yeah. With 50% off and 10 free gifts, including free shipping. Use offer code BOOTS2 at adamandeve.com now. That's offer code BOOTS2. Boots 2. Boots 2 at adamandeve.com. Some surprises are good. Some surprises are life-changing. And some surprises can be financially devastating. That's why you need 210 Home Buyers Warranty. 210 Home Buyers Warranty covers critical systems like your heating, cooling, and water heater and appliances like your fridge from breakdowns caused by routine use because something will break down right when you need it most. A refrigerator breakdown can cost over $1,200 to replace with 210 as little as $85. Water heater breakdown nearly $1,800 with 210 as little as $85. AC breakdown $2,500 with 210 as little as $85. I enjoy knowing that any issues I may have with my home will be taken care of. Everything was handled professionally. The response and service is always timely and professional. No matter the age of your home or appliances, a home warranty service agreement from 210 Home Buyers Warranty can help reduce your financial stress. Call 800-683-1116. 800-683-1116. 800-683-1116. Call now to get two months free. You're listening to House of Cards. And a baccarat, boo, 20 carats, seven card stud, blackjack, and craps too. <laughs> I'm just a fool for gambling. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with the CEO and co-founder of Odds on Compliance, Eric Frank. You know, what's really impressive with Odds on Compliance is the tools you have when it comes to compliance issues. And you mentioned Playbook. And I have to tell you, 
as a lawyer, when I first saw it on your website, I was thinking, oh, my God, where has this been all my life? It's an, <laughs> it's an absolutely incredible feature on Odds on Compliance. It, it, tell us a little more about Playbook, because I, I think that is such an amazing tool for the industry. Yeah, absolutely. We have a, we have a, a, a bunch of lawyers that now now use the tool. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of like, a, you know, it's really what it does is is focus and hone you in on specifically the information you're looking for. Our, our goal isn't to provide, you know, spoon feed answers. Mm-hmm. Like there are, it still requires, um, you know, the compliance team or external lawyers, et cetera, to, to do the analysis and provide that information. It just gets them that information a lot quicker and a lot more efficiently. Um, gives people a lot more uh, of an educated um, approach to, to what they're researching. Um, and we do that through um, a couple different, couple different aspects of the, of the product. First is, again, we have a library that has every single regulation, statute, uh, technical bulletin, uh, advisory opinion across the U.S. and, 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 and abroad. And we keep those up to date. We, we have uh, you know, multiple systems that check um, you know, daily, uh, monthly, and, and quarterly to, to kind of uh, check that information to make sure it's uh, kept up to date um, minute by minute. And then, um, you know, that, and then we have our AI tools, which allow for you know, different aspects of, of getting that information and retrieving it in, in, in a matter of seconds. Um, we provide kind of a chat GPT-like um, AI-generated summary wow. um, to, to, to questions that people are asking. But more importantly, um, we also give them exactly, you know, the source information. So if, if, if you need to know, um, you know, the cost of a sports book license in 10 jurisdictions, you can just ask that question across the jurisdictions you're looking for. And that information comes back to you within seconds in in our summary. But then also, you like you know, any good compliance or, or, or legal professional wants to see it for themselves. In you know, we provide exactly the sources where that information comes from, take you exactly to where within the statute, you know, that answer or that information sits, and allow people to kind of um, you know confirm for themselves and analyze for themselves that information. You know, I, I love the fact that Playbook is something that anyone in the world can use because I, I just got the press release. You now have a translation feature, which is yeah. incredible. It, it's so important. Walk us through. I mean, if I had a question about compliance, I would log on to Playbook, and what would I do? How would I use the features in Playbook? It's fairly simple. You got a que- If you have a question uh, about compliance, you would just log on, and the first thing you'll see at the top of your screen is a giant search bar, uh, and you would just type your question in there. Uh, choose the jurisdictions you want to ask that question in. Uh, choose the verticals that you want. We have sports betting, iGaming, land-based uh, gambling, DFS, lottery, um, you know, so if you have a specific question about DFS, you just you can select the DFS uh, filter and 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 hit the search button, and uh, and you know your 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 question will get answered by our our summary, and then we'll give you the source information so that you can dig in on that information yourself. You know, another cr- incredible thing I want to hear about is something called Prohibit, and you mentioned it before, and this is through a partnership with U.S. Integrity. I, I just interviewed Matt Hall a couple of weeks ago, and I'm a huge fan of what U.S. Integrity is doing in the gambling mm-hmm. industry. Uh, tell us something about Prohibit, and tell us how it's fulfilling w- what I think is a very important function in the mm-hmm. sports betting industry, especially considering the news and suspensions coming out of some collegiate sure. sports programs in the NFL. Yeah, U.S. Integrity is is doing phenomenal work, yeah. and uh, you know, our companies work super well together on this product um, and this project. Uh, it's, it, Matt Hold and and Scott Seaton run, run have a great team behind them at U.S. Integrity, and 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 it's been it's been phenomenal working working with them on this, and 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 really, like I said, this is to solve um, you know a problem that's sat out for some time of how do we how do we get the information to operators about who should not be betting on on different sports, uh, and how do we do that in a safe and secure manner so that um, you know people's information is protected, 
the leaks feel comfortable that they're not sharing, you know, lists of personal data across 70 different sports books. They can centralize it into one place that we have, um, you know, a full, fully secure, f- secured system. Actually, the, you know, the information gets fully uh, encrypted and de-identified within each league's um, own um, ecosystem. So, so by the time it gets to us, we have no idea what, what that information is. It's completely encrypted and hashed. Um, and then we allow the operators to take their lists of, of, of betters. And again, they, they, they have an obligation to protect the identity and information of, of their uh, customers. Um, but we need to make sure that those customers aren't, um, you know, league administration or players or coaches. And so, you know, they, they can similarly encrypt and, and hash their information. And then uh, the prohibit system will, will, will do a fully encrypted dual match uh, and, and send out notifications back to leagues, back to operators, if there's any, any match within the system. Prohibit is such an amazing idea. I, I'm, I'm just curious how this partnership came into being. Did odds on compliance approach U.S. integrity? Did it happen the other way around? I, I mean, I'm just curious how this came into being because it seems like your two companies are such a perfect fit for this project. Yeah. So, so uh, I mean, I've known I've known Matt and Scott for for some time, and and uh, you know, we we talk often about um, you know how. Prod, projects or, or products that you know that that the industry that the industry needs, quite frankly, and 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 obviously they have phenomenal relationships with with many of the of the leagues, um, and and there was there was clearly a, a desire, quite frankly, from the leagues. They they want to see um, a, a solution here, um, and, and so we got working on it together and, and you know, realized there, there, there's something here. We went and spoke to, to regulators across the country uh, jointly, um, you know, just exploring the opportunity, exploring the idea and really, really wanted to get the buy-in from the regulators, which, which we absolutely have. We, we actually had a call uh, last week with, with over 75 regulators on, on wow. it to just to, to give an update of, of the, of the project. And, and they're, they're, they're quite frankly really excited about what we're doing. You know, another thing I saw on your oddsoncompliance.com website is a great thing you're doing for affiliate marketers. You have the aff- marketing affiliate portal. What is that and how how can those who are in affiliate marketing use that? So aff- aff- affiliates are, um, you know, independent business owners who are trying to drive traffic to different operators and and you know, for that traffic, they they receive a, a small commission, um, or you know, different types of of commission structures that they can they can build in. But uh, in in a number of states, there are you know compliance obligations for those affiliates. Uh, but but affiliates aren't you know they don't have compliance organizations like uh, like a sports book and you know, 10, 15, 20, 40. Uh, compliance folks on their team. Uh, sometimes they're just uh, you know one or two people, um, you know, just just with a with good content on a good website, and they want to start driving some traffic to to operators. Um, so they get they get overburdened with uh, the amount of compliance obligations, and our goal was to try and centralize all of that for them and and really take it off their plate and and really um, you know what I try and tell them is like, it's, it's a bunch of red tape and, you know, let us handle all that red tape and you go focus on running your business. Um, so, so really the affiliate portal centralizes all the information they need about, you know, the, their, their licenses and, and what they're, and the process for, for obtaining them. We'll handle all that for them and, and keep them up to date on the process. We provide kind of uh, regular updates on what's happening uh, specifically for, for affiliates around advertising rules or new markets coming on board. Um, so we provide them some, you know, some information on that. Um, then there's, you know, we track again, their licenses so that they're always up to date. Um, and then we also just, uh, you know, it's, it's a portal for them to kind of speak with us and reach out to us and, and get that information or if they ha- you know have a question or, or want us to pursue a new jurisdiction for them, 
all able to do it all in one kind of easily located uh, place. So they're, you know, they're not going searching through emails and, um, you know, spreadsheets and all the, all, all that kind of, all that, you know, all that fun stuff. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. Auto Accident Help Desk is a marketing agency connecting callers with attorneys. Providers pay a fee for advertising services. I love getting my kids ready and driving them to school. But a careless driver can change your life in an instant. And insurance companies want to settle on the cheap. Auto Accident Help Desk connects victims with powerful lawyers. They fight for you. I called Auto Accident Help Desk and got help for my pain and suffering. Don't let an insurance company take advantage of you. Our attorneys fight and beat big insurance every day. Call 800-297-9766. 800-297-9766. If you've been injured in an automobile accident in the last six months, you owe it to yourself to make this free call with no obligation. We're available 24-7 to help you get the money you deserve for your pain and suffering. Auto Accident Help Desk helps accident victims like you every day. Call 800-297-9766. 800-297-9766. 800-297-9766. Attention Medicare recipients and anyone turning 65. Medicare has approved new benefits not included with original Medicare and older Medicare Advantage plans. You may not be getting all of the benefits you're entitled to, including in-home aids, telephone appointments with your doctors, home-delivered meals and prescriptions. These benefits may be available, and it's a free call to enroll. The new plans may also offer free eyeglasses, free hearing aids, free wellness visits, and gym memberships. Call the Medicare Benefits Line now. It's easy. Call 800-217-1797. 800-217-1797. Find out if you're eligible for new benefits like meal and prescription delivery, in-home aids, and telemedicine. Some plans may have a $0 monthly premium or zero copays for big out-of-pocket savings. Not all Medicare Advantage plans are alike. The new plans have more benefits for many people. Call 800-217-1797. 800-217-1797. You're listening to House of Cards. I'm talking sick piles of money. I'm talking lay on your bed in your Vegas room, throw the money in the air, and dance as it showers down on your money. I'm talking frosted glass limo money. I'm talking big cowboy hat, silver, turquoise buckle money. I'm talking gambling. I am in love with you. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you. House of Cards is brought to you by the Life Hack Pack from More Labs. Unlock your best self with the Life Hack Pack from More Labs. The Life Hack Pack contains two bottles of morning recovery, two bottles of dream well, and two bottles of liquid focus. The Life Hack Pack is specially designed to help you live your life not just better, but smarter. Use promo code RADIO15 at morelabs.com to get 15% off your first purchase of the Life Hack Pack or any of their other great products. That's promo code RADIO15 to take advantage of this great promo of 15% off your first purchase at morelabs.com. You can finally do it all with help from More Labs. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with the CEO and co-founder of Odds on Compliance, Eric Frank. You know, one of the things that a lot of people are talking about in the gaming industry is the potential spread of online casinos in the U.S. I mean, we all saw the spread of sports betting throughout the states in the past, and states have been really reluctant to allow online casinos within their borders. But some of the gaming industries think that, you know, soon states may be accepting of the idea of online casinos in their jurisdiction. Do you think as a regulatory or as a compliance issue that online casinos will have to go through the same hurdles as sports betting? Or do you think that since states went through the task of formulating the regulations for sports betting, online casinos will have an easier go of it compliance-wise? I, th- I think there's a lot of crossover, mm-hmm. certainly, on, on, for example, account registration and account creation. Um, you know, th- those regulations have been written for for sports betting and they're easily transferable and uh, to online, online casino. Um, there are definitely some unique features to 
online casino, for example, you know, how are the games approved and reviewed? Uh, you know, third-party games are, are ab, you know, absolutely critical to, uh, to online casinos. So, so that's a whole process um, that has to, has to be written. How are they evaluated? How often are they, uh, do they need to be recertified, et cetera? Um, you know, what's the process for, for integration into, into an operator? Um, so, so there's definitely, um, you know, a, a piece of work around, around that. But for the most part, I think uh, consumer facing um, regulations are, are written. Um, and, and so I, th- I think it, it will be a, a f- I don't want to say easy, but a you know a, a fairly quick process um, for regulators to to kind of start um, drafting and, and putting together a set of regulations to manage online casino once once they're ready. Um, like you said, I think states have been reluctant to do so. Yeah, I, I, I certainly you know Rhode Island just passed uh, online online gaming very recently, um, online casino, and I think you know there there's certainly will be um you know it, it'll happen it won't happen at this at the pace that sports betting uh, occurred but uh, you'll start you know slowly seeing states turn you know turn on online casino and and and, and regulating that over the next uh yeah certainly you know for the rest of the, the rest of uh, the decade for sure what do you see as the big issues in the near future when it comes to regulation and compliance? I mean, I, I can tell you whenever I talk to a lawmaker or a gambling operator, they usually tell me about how betting on esports is going to be a regulatory nightmare or or they start talking about the amount of advertising that should be allowed. But but sure. what are you seeing as some of the big regulatory and compliance issues in the near future? I, th- I think uh, you, you mentioned one there on advertising. So yeah. uh, it's, it's, um, it's, it's a really interesting debate right so um how much freedom do we give to people to um you know see what be be able to make their own decisions on on whether to um you know look at an ad and and you know whether to sign up for an account or should should there be certain restrictions right Uh, should sports betting ads only be um, available after a certain hour when, when, you know, they're likely not to target minors. Um, and all these are, are, are difficult questions that regulators will, will, will have to look at and, and evaluate. And, and I think as we see, um, an uptick in regulated gambling, you're going to see an uptick in, in, in people needing, uh, you know, with, who have issues with, with gambling, right. And there's yeah, going to be more, yeah. uh, problem gamblers. It's not to say they weren't gambling before. Um, it's just now they're, you know, they're doing it on a, on a, and, and this is the importance of regulation. They're now doing it on a site that is regulated and monitored by the state. And that tracks this type of information versus an offshore book or, a uh, you know, a back, uh, or, or, or back alley bookie that, you know, they're, they're not tracking responsible gaming um, the way the way regulators and, and and operators in a regulated market are. So, um, I you know, while the number of of people with problem gambling issues is going to increase, I don't necessarily think that they're that they're it's a result solely of um, you know the ability for people to bet on on regulated sports books. I think a, a lot of those folks were there. They're just now, you know, now being monitored and tracked appropriately and, and quite frankly, so that they can get the right help that they need. And, and I think a lot of the operators do a great job of, of, you know, providing that education and, and information, but I think that's going to be a, a, a big piece of debate moving forward. What, what, what is, what should operators be doing? What should they be mandated to do uh, to assist with um, responsible gaming measures? And, you know, Europe just is going through this significantly now, uh, the UK putting in uh, fairly significant measures to, to manage some of this. And I think you'll see, um, you know, some of that come across to the U.S. Eric, we're running out of time, but can you give out your website so people can check out Odds on Compliance and all the great things you're doing in the gaming industry? Yeah, absolutely. Oddsoncompliance.com. Um, you know, feel free to reach out. Quite frankly, I mean, if you're, if you're just a... Uh, uh, you know, a, a consumer that's just interested in the space and have questions, 
uh, you know, our team just loves what we do. We love talking about sports betting. We love talking about iGaming. Um, so happy to have, you know, happy to have a conversation and, and fill people in on, on, on anything sports gaming related. Eric Frank, CEO and co-founder of Odds on Compliance. Thanks so much for coming on and talking about Odds on Compliance and the things you're doing in the gaming industry. I mean, you're doing incredible things for anyone who is operating or hopes to operate a gaming business in any jurisdiction. So uh, I hope you come back on and keep us updated about what's happening with Odds on Compliance because you're doing really important work for this industry. Thanks so much for your time. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. People got to win sometimes. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have a giant, colorful check to deposit. Welcome to another edition of Beating the House. I'm Doug Weishetto here with Dave Weishetto. We're going to be crisscrossing the country, sometimes the world, talking about the recent jackpots in the casino and lottery industry. If it's $100,000 or more, we will be talking about it on this show. Press releases, info at turnpikesportsradio.com. Keep them coming in. We love hearing from everybody out there on all the big wins that have been happening. Mm -hmm. This week, we're not starting in Nevada. We're not starting in New Jersey. Okay. We're going to California. Oh, We're going to Northern California, up by Sacramento. Okay. The Canocti Vista Casino. Wow. Never heard of it. (laughs) It's it's over in the uh, Lake Port, California region. All right. I'm, I'm not familiar with the Sacramento area too much. If you're familiar with it, according to the website, it's on the historic Clear Lake. Okay. In Lakeport, California. So what's it called? Canocti? Canocti. Canocti. K-O-N-O-C-T-I. Okay. Native American uh, casino. Um, and this is another Megabucks jackpot. We've been having a lot of Megabucks jackpots. Oh, those machines. Yeah, I've seen yeah. those machines. These are yeah. slot machines. Yeah. We just had one big one for, what was it, $10 million yeah, recently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then a couple others, like a million here, three million there, a couple life-changing ones, they call them. Okay, yeah. Uh, which they are, basically. Oh, absolutely. You know? We have IGT. This is a release from IGT. Uh, just a week after their last Megabucks jackpot that happened, mm-hmm. a player from Canocti Vista Casino turned a $3 bet into a $3,278,372.39 wow. Jackpot. That's incredible. This was the Mega Bucks, Mega Bucks, Mega Vault slots. I love the fact that it wasn't a huge bet. You know, we've seen bets win a couple million on like a two hundred fifty dollar bet. I love the fact that this was like three dollars. Yes, you know? yes, it's, it's, it's kind of like up my alley. You know, well, I, I remember we had one from one of the Florida casinos. A woman put twelve bucks down and won a million. Mm-hmm. This one had three dollars and won three. Wow. So uh, what was that a million times uh, value? Something like that. Yeah. But so mega bucks. Mega, mega bucks. Machine. This is okay. the mega bucks mega vault. Okay. There's a couple different mega bucks slots out there, but this one was the mega vault line of machines. Okay. Now we're going to Nevada. All right. Caesar's Palace, and I think everyone's heard this story. Yeah, already. I've heard this story. <laughs> yeah, I, this is unbelievable. I don't know how you do it. I mean, I, I had to look at this one twice. But go ahead, Dick. Well, I, I wish they would have released what the name of the slot machine was if they were the same slot machine. I, no one has told me whether it's the same slot machine. I don't know. A guest over the weekend at Caesar's Palace, not this past week, weekend before, 10 slots jackpots, five on Friday, five on Saturday. Wow. $2,072,831. Unbelievable. I, I I would stop after one. I, I, I'm, I'm, you know, but you raise a good point. I wonder if. It's the same slot machine, or I, I can't be. I, I that'd be unbelievable if it was. Do the guys stake out I, the I, slot I machine? I don't know what happens to a slot machine after a big jackpot is hit. Do they go and you know reset it, or I, I don't know how that works. I, I wonder if you know. It didn't say if these were progressives, so resetting so, it. Well, I, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know how that really kind of what the process is after someone wins a big jackpot on a slot machine especially a progressive one so well i i know with the size well i don't i actually i wonder if it's more rare if you hit it on the same type of slot machine or like 10 different slot machines the one thing i i, I understand is that by the way i'm saying he i don't even know if yeah, it's a man or a woman it just so. says a slots player in the a release. slots player um the getting the jackpot paid out is an hours-long process 
<laughs> so but look, that's an hour is well spent. Well, well, some people have said it's three to four hours, oh, depending wow. on the size of the money. I don't know if they were all the same amounts either. What what kind of paperwork did he have to go? I'm saying, keep saying. What, what kind of paperwork did the slot player have to go through? To, what kind of for tax that? forms did you? Uh, have well, to fill you know out? what? That's kind of like you know that that argument. Oh, but you have to pay taxes on it. Yeah, but it's like money you would never have anyway. Yeah. So you know, it, I, I I hate that argument. With it's, the I'm not I'm not saying it's an argument. I'm but just no, saying, but you have to do yeah, the forms exactly. So you have to do the same forms over and over again. I I guess, I guess you have to do it for each individual jackpot. I, I would guess. I don't. Yeah. There's a, there's paperwork. You of course, have to course do. when you hit the first one i don't think they were expecting to do this nine more times either yeah right so yeah some, somebody got some carpal tunnel writing all those forms yeah, out boy oh actually i think they're electronic now aren't they uh, you just I, sit there and you answer guess, questions I, or I, they fill it out electronically or something would uh, i i would guess like first uh, is it a 1099 form you have to do or 10 kind of there, there's like a that, special or? form for yeah, gambling so, so. so but uh yeah and also again if these were all different amounts, I guess it's individual. You, you got to do it each, yeah, each time anyway, yeah. so it's each individual Absolutely. amount. Yeah. I guess the taxes are going to be different on each one. He, he doesn't claim one big lump sum here, so I don't know. Maybe you do. Who knows? So. Uh, maybe monthly wise. I don't know. You know depending don't know. on how you do your taxes, too. Yeah, and well, it yeah. depends on what state he's in. Too. Exactly. All right, we're going to leave Nevada. We're going back to Florida now. We're going. We just talked about a Florida jackpot recently. Uh, that. Woman changed her twelve to twelve dollar bet from a five dollar bet. Mm-hmm. We're going to the Seminole Casino Coconut Creek. Okay. Again, this is the same casino. Um, we have another local resident hitting one million twenty seven thousand four hundred seventy five dollars on a high limit Dragon Link slot machine. Okay, I've heard of those Dragon Link. Third jackpot of over a million dollars on these Dragon slot machines. Dragon Link slot machines in less than a month. Wow. Uh, no word on the size of the bet on this one. So, you know, uh, I, I'm, I'm, uh, if you're a slot player, don't waste your time. Just go right to the progressive machines. You know, it's just, you know, it's just, they're just hitting like you won't believe. Yeah. No, it, progressive seems to be taking over a what, lot. Yeah. What, what's that one in, um, was in Bally's Atlantic City? Lightning Link. Lightning Link. Yeah. They have like a little yep. kind of a section of the gaming floor. Yep. What do they call it? The, the Lightning Link, Lightning Link Lounge. Lounge. Okay. There's no seats in no, there. No, well, it's well, the seats for the, the, for the, for the slot. It's not like a lounge, like no. it's like a bar or something like that. But no, it just has the machines in there. Yeah. It's just a bank of machines basically yeah. in a room. Yeah. I mean, we have an aristocrat doing that with their Buffalo. They're all linked together. They're progressives. Yeah. So, uh, but we have another progressive dragon link. Uh, so, uh, congratulations to that local too. Wow. Seems a Seminole caters more toward the locals. Well, Because you don't yeah, hear too I mean, many visitors from out of state in the Seminole Casino, C- Coconut Creek. You hear more in the Seminole Hard Rock Tampa. Yeah. Well, more Tampa so has a bigger, I guess, you know, the bigger population yes. kind of yes. thing, a kind of a more touristy kind of thing, I guess. Yes. Uh, we're leaving Earth. And we're going into the online universe. Okay. We have a fan dueler. That's what they call them. Mm-hmm. A fan dueler in Pennsylvania. $2 spin on Divine Fortune paid out two hundred thirty-one grand. Wow. That always pays out that I, game. I, Net I, that's a, made a game that just continually that's pays out. That's a great out. machine. Yeah, it's always fun to play. It, yeah. Uh, we're going back out to Nevada. we got a couple more from Nevada. Before we come back to the East Coast, we've got a brand new casino for this segment mm-hmm. that we haven't done yet. We've got Red Rock Casino. Okay. Over in Nevada, another local. And everyone was saying this was an unusual win in terms of what showed up on the pay line. All right. Uh, it was a it was a hundred dollar denomination machine, two hundred dollar spin. He did two credits, two hundred dollar spin, hundred and sixty thousand on the uh, double diamond slot machine. Okay. Uh, they said they saw three double diamonds in the pay line. Very unusual to see that happen, they say. Hmm. I'm not familiar with the game too much. It's one of the old three-reelers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you see it everywhere. I've never played it. Okay. Sad to say I've never played this game, and everyone seems to be winning on it. That Well, that might be... That's like a like a standard game for a uh, for a gaming floor. Yeah, yes. So, but, you know... But I got I got to try... I got to pick up one of these books. You know, these, like, <laughs> slot players, they have a strategy. I never thought of slots having a strategy, but, you know, a, a, people have written books on it, so... Uh, you know, I, I want to check one of those things. I, I want to know what a strategy for playing slots is. We, we probably should have someone on to talk yeah, about that, yeah, maybe so. explain it. So, But uh, we're going to be leaving Red Rock. Now we're going to Harris, Las Vegas. Uh, this is an ultimate Texas Hold'em progressive jackpot of $135,277. Um, no word on what the hand was. 
Okay. You know, it was, just I won a progressive <laughs> jackpot. Here's this picture. Just kind of threw it I, out there. I mean, huh? I was trying to look in the picture and see exactly what it was, but it was, you know, it didn't, I couldn't make out what the hand was. He he was kind of obscuring it. Okay. So I I apologize. All I right. didn't well. do enough digging on this one, but $136,227 progressive jackpot. Ultimate Texas Hold'em, Harris, Las Vegas. Hmm. Uh, that's it for this week's Beat in the House. Congratulations to all our winners we mentioned here and all the winners out there that did not hit the $100,000 plateau that I have arbitrarily set. You're all still winners. You're not losers, so don't worry about that. There's tons of you out there. Um, press releases, info at TurnpikeSportsRadio.com. Keep them coming in, and we'll keep doing the segment. Well, that'll do it for us this week. We'll see you next time with House of Cards. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.